Welcome to Money Freedom for Photographers, where I teach you how to question all your money beliefs, show up and sell your photography, and create a business that feels amazing. I'm your host, Safina Duke. Hey guys, I am so excited for you to hear the latest interview on the podcast today with our guest, Damali Shepard. Damali is a portrait photographer in New York City. She talks about her insane VIP experience that she created for her clients that starts at five figures, how she sells it, how she created it, and why it's so valuable. And along with talking about, of course, money, like this podcast is about. We also talk about the art of being boldly yourself on social media. Damali is a queen at being on Facebook and being bold and being opinionated and daring to be a business owner with values and thoughts. (laughs) And I think she has just attracted totally her tribe and the most amazing people by doing the work to be able to be out there on social media. So we talk about all of those things and how she's done that and how she was courageous enough to learn all of those things. And if you haven't checked out her work yet, go click on the show notes and <laughs> look at her Instagram. It is amazing. And enjoy the interview. Hi, Damali. Hey, Safina. Okay. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm really excited to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. And I was curious, I was going to wait till we started recording to ask you this, but do you know why I asked you to be on the podcast? Just curious if you have an idea. I don't, please tell me. (laughs) I feel like it's just because following you on Facebook, I've seen you do things your own way. I've seen you build your business your own way. I've seen you be like very outspoken, which people are scared to do. Right. Um, And so I think that's just what I'm like attracted to. And I like, I do that work in my own business and I just think it's so important. And I, and I just want to talk about that for a second. (laughs) Oh uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Speaking loudly is absolutely my thing. So yeah, let's get into it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, have you always been like that in your business or is this something that you like had to learn to do? This is something that I've had to learn to do. I think that when I started a few years ago, when I started like photography in general, um, a lot of the advice that was out there was to be quiet, to try to your best not to like do too much online or say too much or, or like the favorite term, right? Like keep politics out of it, all that kind of gem because you don't know if your politics might collide with someone else's and make you lose a client. So for a while there, my very political Facebook, my very me, which is just like me saying whatever I want about whatever I want. I I stopped doing that because I was like, okay, I'm trying to have a business. I really want this to work. um, So I'm not going to do it. I'm going to take this advice and not do it. And then I think that in the last, you know, then you, you find your bearing, you learn photography. I like my work, all that good stuff comes. And um, I started working with coaches. I love working with coaches and a lot of that's where I started to like reclaim those parts of myself, my very outspoken nature. And it was like, Hey, this is me. Um, a lot of these things are way too important for me not to talk about. And I just kind of like, you know, let the seam out and, and went back to just saying whatever I wanted when I wanted to um, in all spaces where clients could see me and clients couldn't. So um, I haven't always been this way in my business, but in the last few years, I've been able to reclaim it. And then last year with everything going on, I kind of had to, right? There was no other choice for me but to choose to speak up for what I felt super passionately about. Mm-hmm. And is it ever scary for you? Like, do you ever have the, like people have so many, um, 
just very primal fears come up in their body, right. From speaking out and like just the fears around what people are going to, how people are going to react to it. Yeah. I I'm always afraid. I'm, I genuinely, I'm usually like, I probably shouldn't say this. And but then like, there's just that, that voice inside that's always just like post it, like just, just post it anyway. There we go. Okay. I'm superhuman. And while I am usually afraid that someone might misunderstand me or might dislike me because of what I say, um, I always kind of come back to this place of is me being silent, denying a piece of myself. If the answer is yes, then I'm like, I'm just going to have to deal with that. Deal with the fact that someone might not get it, that someone, someone may not get me, um, but I would much rather be myself than to not. So that's kind of what I lead with, uh, especially on my Facebook page. Mm, that's such a good question to ask yourself. I love that. And like, have you noticed that people respond differently now that you're being more, more of yourself? Like what has, what has your business attracted as far as clients or people towards you now that you're more of yourself? Yeah, it's, it's, it's in, it has improved the quality of my clients like by a zillion because they really understand me by like like if you're able to read my rants on Facebook and still fill out an intake form to work with me then it's probably because we're already like best friends somewhere else like is that that is just the honest um, truth so I get to work with people who not only do I want to photograph because they're incredible folks, but they like usually are aligned with a lot of the things that are super duper important to me too. And that is great for my photography. I think it makes it all that more powerful and um, just amazing to do. So yeah, I, I love the folks that I've been able to work with um, who also know me on that deeper level because of how I speak up on Facebook. Mm, yeah, I think people have like a scarcity mindset that like, there are only so many clients. And then the, if you speak out, then those clients are just going to like cut in half. Right. And it's like, you're actually just pulling these people towards you that are just yep. so your people. I agree. Tons of millions. Okay. So do you want to share, since we haven't, we haven't talked about your business yet. Tell us about like what, what you do, who you work with, what your dream people are to photograph. Absolutely. All right. So I'm a portrait and personal branding photographer. Um, I specialize particularly in working with women of color, Black, Indigenous women of color um, in particular. And it's my, my dream folks right now are um, small business owners who are doing important work in the world. They're usually coaches or creatives or consultants. And um, they are using their own voices to impact and change the landscapes, landscapes of the things around them. So my, my folks are usually doing amazingly powerful work and I kind of get to support them and like reflect back to them all of the beauty and honesty and genuineness that they're looking for with the work that we create together. So I, I think it's really special. That is so cool. I didn't know you were uh, specializing in like people that are very outspoken too, right? And like doing their work too. So I'm curious because that's, but it's kind of what's, it's kind of what's happening. <laughs> okay. So that brings out a whole nother level of like self-awareness and your self-image, right? So what is that experience like for people who are already doing a lot of work on themselves um, to experience a photo shoot with you? Oh, that is such a good question. So what I love the most about working with this subset of women is that I think when I started, um, and it's probably because it's where I was too, like we we're always attracting 
the clients who are like where we are in our lives. So like when I started with photography, I was a lot more self-conscious and I wasn't sure about like all of those things. And I think that now that I've become a lot more comfortable in who I am in my own body and how I look and how I talk and how I feel, I'm attracting women who are kind of in the same places where like they've been working on themselves. They have coaches, they have um, done all the things, but they're excited to finally like reflect and show the world this piece of themselves that they haven't yet fully found. And that's why they come to me. It's like, I really want to reintroduce my, my people to like this inner mogul that's been inside of me for all these years that I'm finally ready to showcase. So it's more, it's always like calling them into their own spotlights rather than like pulling them which I think I used to experience in the past. Um, and it's just different. It's like, it's more powerful and they're already ready for a transformation because it's more about like reflecting the transformation that they've already experienced. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so interesting because as somebody who used to be a photographer, like I have done plenty of pictures of myself, but now that I've like really in the past year stepped into just like, the real, like the way that I really want to dress. That's not just like the professional way that I think I have to dress or like just all the parts of me that are just like my curly hair and like just all these things that I wouldn't have gone to a photo shoot with. And now I'm like, Oh, I'm a totally different person. I want to like do a photo shoot. That's that reflects that. So it's, that's exactly, (laughs) I'm guessing the experience that you're talking about. Yeah, that is exactly. Yep. You nailed it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then for someone who has worked with coaches like yourself, um, how has your work that you've done on yourself affected your photography? Like it has just shifted so much. The, I feel like there's the course part of things, like the, the educational part of it is so important. And without that work on yourself, right? Like being told that you need to go out and market without digging into the blocks around why you're not currently marketing like once you do do that, it's kind of like, oh crap, like we're off to the races. It's a totally, totally different experience. So working with um, a life coach who I worked with for over a year when I wasn't even sure, like I was like, you know, like our first call, I was like, I think my work's kind of okay. Um, and I kind of want to have like this experience. I, I want to do all these things. And I was kind of like whispering them to her, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. Now, now I'm like, okay, cool. So we're on track to do six figures and my work is beautiful. I love what I create and who I created for, like having that person with me to help pull me out and pull me in and help me kind of confront some of those areas where I was trying to hide has shifted everything about my business and how it works. And I think it's a huge part of my success right now. Mm, yeah, that's so true. Okay. So uh, give us an example. Like what, what are some areas, if you're comfortable sharing that have been really transformative for you that you've changed? Ooh, okay. Let me try to think of a good one. So, okay. Here is one of the biggest transformations that happened to me with my coach um, during our time together. I love the, so we're both from like, we're both Subies and we did the Sue Bryce style and all that kind of stuff. And what I love about uh, what I learned through Sue Bryce is like, there is this beautiful luxury type experience that we create for our clients um, that can be super fun and incredible to like give to everyday women. I don't love that term, but goodness, there aren't many other terms for it. So it's really, really difficult. But you say everyday women and we know what we're talking about. And so my shift was going from, I think that I like this kind of luxury experience to fully 
embodying the fact that like my peak experience for my clients is a full VIP luxury experience. It's no tiptoeing in or around it. It is a, it, it's just like five-star all around where it's like, oh, we're having lunch throughout the day. There is champagne. You're getting a car. Like all of these really great touches that makes it feel like you're staying at a five-star hotel is a part of this really great package that I created for my business. And it's something that I wanted to do from the beginning, but I was always terrified of the amount of money that it would cost to, to offer this to someone, right? I'd be like, I would love to do this thing. And also no one's going to play it. Don't do that. And I think working with a coach um, over and over again, she's like, why are you tiptoeing around it? Right? Like you're bougie. Own that you're bougie and attract the other people who are bougie too. And just have the offer. And like just talking to her throughout the months, it kind of, it finally clicked. And I put together this really great VIP offer that was 12K. And the next day someone booked it. Like it was just that fast, I think, because it had already been ruminating for me. But the second that I was like, okay, I'm going to own this side of myself. Um, someone else showed up and said, hey, I want that. And so I, I don't think that I would have done that in the time that I did that without having someone next to me saying, you can do this, keep going, like keep, keep going at it. That is so insane. Like, that's such an amazing story. I have like so many different ways I want to go with that. <laughs> like so many different <laughs> questions for you, but I think, um, our listeners will be like, what, tell me what this 12 K package is. Like we have to get into that. Sure. Yeah. So uh, the broad overview is it's a VIP day with me and my team. I, I really wanted to say how, like, what does it look like to spend a full day together in a beautiful location, um, with hair and makeup and lots of wardrobe. And so this package includes the time. It includes the location, right? If I'm with her booking out like a pair space or Airbnb, it's already uh, baked into the cost as well as my stylist, who's going to help them um, uh, figure out all the wardrobe options, all the other good stuff. And, um, and who's lunch and a car picks them up. My, like the, <laughs> my first client, she got picked up in a very cool Tesla. Like it was just, it's so, it's such a really, really fun day. And it's an opportunity for them to lavish, have a really wonderful experience and they get, uh, or at least they used to, this is in the first iteration. I was giving the best images from the day. So it was, it was really geared towards uh, my personal branding folks. And, uh, the big selling point was, is, Hey, let's create like images for the next six months together and let me charge adequately for my worth instead of like what some other folks do, which is give away everything for like a few hundred dollars. So it was really like matching that experience to what I wanted to offer while also valuing myself, which was super duper important. Yeah. And I want to talk about that for a second. Like the, the people that just give it away, because I think I hear a lot of photographers get mad at those people because some of them are really good and mm -hmm. it's not like they're not good. Right. But it's like, what, yeah. what do people yeah. get just by, by making that 12 K investment that they wouldn't get with someone who let's just say was like an equally good photographer, but only paying $300. I don't know for sure that you would be able to do what I do on $300. Like you're not going to have no, the experience. Getting, definitely not. Yeah. There's no, yeah. There, to me, like there's no comparison on it. I do understand what you mean. And that like, there are amazing photographers who are out here doing what they do. And also I don't focus on that. Um, cause I know that there are people that are better than me. There are, I am not the best photographer in the world. I I will be the first person to tell you that. But what I am really good at and beautiful at is understanding the people that I work with and tailor fitting an experience that makes them 
that makes, that makes their jaw drop. Um, and so because I know that about myself, because I know how good I am at reading people and attuning to the needs of those around me, I kind of just put all of that into this package and it's been working out really well. I actually raised the price. So now it's 15K. Um, and Amazing. yeah, yeah. Cause even then I was still kind of undervaluing the experience a little bit there. Um, but yeah, I, I just think we can't really focus on what other people are doing. It's not about them. It's about me and what I do. And it's, and I give a lot of service and I give a beautiful experience and I give beautiful photos and my clients are happy. So that's really all I can ask for with this price point. Right. And what I was kind of getting at was that somebody is spending, somebody spending $15,000 or $12,000 on themselves for a photo shoot is a just in itself is a completely different experience than spending like $300 and just going with somebody, right? Like you were making an insane investment. You're saying that you're worth $15,000 as a client, right? You're like this, this is worth it. Cause I'm worth it because I want these pictures and those are worth it. I mean, it's just such a different value point. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, so it's like, they're walking into it and, and I feel like, you know, we make it about ourselves and it's not like these clients are excited to spend that money on themselves. Like they're not out. And the strangest thing that's happening is that what it's become is less about the photos and more about the experience. And they're like, I just spoke to someone and she was like, I need to feel like a VIP this is why I'm getting this package with like, this is what I really want. Um, we're not even talking about the photos. So it, it's, I just think it's like a really nice um, thing to add on. And I think everyone should have one. Everyone should add a VIP day. Oh yeah. I love that. That's so good. Okay. Um, I love that. I, one of the things I connected with you on Facebook over is just being bougie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love your bougie posts. They're so good. I was so like, it's so funny. Cause I wrote that post and I was like, so nervous to share this picture. Cause I was like, people like, it was just a picture of like my bag in my car. And I was just like, so nervous. Cause I'm like, people are going to think that this is the stupidest thing to take a picture of. And people actually loved it. <laughs> and I think it's just like, um, how, like, have you had any similar things where you feel like it's shameful and to be like bougie? Of course. I think that's why I was, I was really afraid of making the offer. I was just like, oh my God, people are going to think that like, I am this evil person who like this money hungry, evil, whatever. And those were like the things that I had to work through to even make this make and give that offer. But the second that you put it out there and you see that like people yearn for lovely experience the same way I do, like, I, I think it works for me because I also love like nice luxurious experiences I save for them I I do my best to like indulge where I can like people want the same thing with your photography photography if you can offer it to them so yeah I people love it like it's really cool yeah I would totally buy something like that too so (laughs) um okay so and you mentioned you know like you've made all these changes since you worked with your coach what got you interested in working with a coach in the first place um it was actually, it was, I didn't realize that I needed one as much as I ended up needed one. So I remember in one of the groups that we're in together that someone else mentioned that they were pre-selling their packages and it was because of, of their coach. 
And so I reached out to them and I was like, who's your coach? I want to learn how to pre pre-solve things. And so I ended up speaking to their coach and none of what we worked on were, was pre-selling like we did eventually, <laughs> but it was like, hold on, we have to go all the way back. And so that's kind of how the coaching started for me. Like I thought that it was for business, but what I needed at that time was life and, um, having a life coach and she totally did change my life. Like that is the, my weird entry into the coaching world. Oh, that's so good. I love that. Yeah. Everyone like thinks that they need the business. <laughs> like, how do I do a launch? Yeah. But then it's actually yeah. like not anything to do with that. <laughs> yeah. This was your experience. Okay. So this is just kind of like, kind of related to that. How has your business changed you in your personal life? Like you as a person, the way you experience your life. That's such a good question. I think that I am, okay, so what business has taught me better boundaries and um, a lot more on like how to stand up for myself and advocate for myself. I think that like before I might've been a lot more passive or just like let things happen and not really have as much of a say in it. But being in business has made me have to like, figure out my worth and see how valuable I am, right? In order to sell these packages, in order to sell or do any of it the way that I do it, you kind of have to be confident and feel really good about what you offer. And so that kind of leaked into just my whole being about who I am and what I offer to the world, which is awesomeness. Um, So I feel so much more confident. I am currently working on um, just not being as big of a people pleaser as I used to be and just having really, really strong boundaries around me. And it's been, it's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I totally agree with that. Um, for me too. So like what boundaries are some things that you, that you feel like help you now that you enforce? Ooh, that's what I think. Well, I mean, I think the biggest thing is my boundaries around my pricing, um, which is that like, I do package only now. I, I don't do a la carte um anymore in terms of my photography business it like for me it's like if you want to work with me it's because you know that you're gonna love these images and you're gonna love what we create together so um this is what you're signing up for up front this is what you'll be paying and I think that like I've been able to take that into my regular relationships like this is who I am right like I'm not trying to be anyone else and you get you give people the opportunity to say no and that's okay if they want to say no. They don't have to say yes to you all the time. Sometimes people are not your people. So like, I think hair, you know, having that strength in my own business to say, this is what you get, take it or leave it, is kind of also helped me like in my regular relationships say the exact same thing. Like, this is who I am and this is how I want my life to be. And you can be with that or you can go either way. We'll be fine. Oh, that Okay, so I want to just pause what you said because- I like, it could have just gone by way too fast. Like it's so good (laughs) people saying no. And that's one of the biggest differences I see between when you're, when you don't believe in your pricing and you're a beginner to like, Mm -hmm. when you become an expert is you're willing for people to not be your people. Right. Cause at first you're like, everybody, everybody has to say, yes, everybody has to value this. They're not valuing me. Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I love that you said that it's like, yeah, this is what I offer. And it's for some people and it's just for, for the rest of the people, it's totally fine. That's not for them. And they can say no. Yeah. I yeah, think, exactly. I think people, um, 
I think people are more likely to say yes when they feel like you're not pushing them <laughs> to the, like, you have to say yes. Right. It's, it's weird. And it sucks that this is the case, but the less clingy you feel about it is the more people are like, Oh, I, okay. Well, you're not pushing it on me. I want it then like it becomes the opposite. So it's really, really funny that that's how it works. Yeah. That, that's so good. Okay. So for somebody that is not making money in their business, let's say, what would you say is like the, how do you start making money? How do you start making a lot of money? Oh goodness. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I am, I am currently on the, we're still testing and figuring things out. I will give you that disclaimer, but I, I have, um, I've been doing pretty well. I'm not going to try to undergo my, my accomplishments. Like we're almost at 10 K for this month and we still have a few more invoices out and a lot more console calls. Um, so we're doing okay. And I think that back to the question is, I think that it all starts with, for me, for me, it started with, um, charging enough so that I don't feel bitter about the sale. And I'll try to, I'll try to expand on that. I think that for a while there, my pricing was set up in such a way to where I felt like I was doing all this work and giving so much of myself and not getting much in return so much so that it almost makes it harder to sell because I didn't want to do it. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I didn't want to do it. Right. Like it was like, Oh, like what's even the, the point of putting in all this work when someone can come and buy one photo and walk away with that. Right. So I think being priced at a point where you can still feel joy picking up and serving that client is super important. I think we overlook it. Um, because we like photography so much that we can do it for free. And yes, I still feel that way. Sometimes I love it so much. I could do it for free. And also I won't, <laughs> I will not, I really want to be paid well for the value and, um, and for, for what I do for my clients back in return. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And you know what, that reminds me of something I wanted to ask you, which is how have you approached family and friends and that topic of, you know, charging people? Like, have you had any people that you know directly book with you or do you like how how would you go around that subject because that's really hard for some people it is so hard it is so so hard I will say that like for my immediate family which is like my very small family I don't charge my my family on that front but outside of that circle of my of my like my like my mom pretty much like I'm never going to charge my mom for a photo um outside of like my mom and my sisters um I cringe and I cry and I feel super nervous. And then I, I charge them my regular prices. So I had a cousin who's like kind of an extended cousin come to me and um, I took her through the exact same process. And I was terrified the whole way there. And she was not bothered and ended up being like, I don't know, like an $1,800 sale or something like that. And I was just, it was great. And also I was still terrified. Like I, I think what I've mastered is braving the voice and doing it even though inside I am quivering in fear um and so that's kind of what I do when it comes to family it feels awkward it kind of scares me a little bit but then I'm going to be honest and be like hey this is how much it costs because I have to pay myself I have to pay my team and just that part alone like that value part of knowing that like oh I have like people who depend on me right and myself I have to pay my own bills um, so yeah, if I'm working for you, then we have to be paid at a specific rate. And, and that's kind of what I bring to that conversation. Mm, yeah, it is. For some reason, it's just so nerve wracking 
Like no matter how long you've been doing it, no matter how much experience you have, it's just kind of scary. But I love that you said you just had to feel the feelings and just do it anyways. And so like, that brings me to my next question. What, what were the worst feelings you had to feel on your way to where you are right now? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, and a good one. I just think that like imposter syndrome is always going to be one of the biggest things to attack, especially as a creative. So there's so many times that I will stop and look at my work or like hear that someone else does it for cheaper and think, oh my God, like, what are you actually doing? Like who, I, for me, the voice that always comes up whenever I'm taking a big jump is who do you think you are? That is, um, that's like my default shadow that likes to just perk up sometimes when I'm making big moves. So I think that's like, that's the thing that's always there that I'm always, like, I kind of always have to step over it and be like, oh, who do I think I am? Okay, I'm Damali Shepard. That's who I am. Walks <laughs> over boundary, like walks over the obstacle and, and says my, talks my shit and, and, and does it anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are, they're just so many negative feelings. And I was actually just getting coached today and like, I was like, I'm scared of this next step. And she was like, yeah, because you have to want to feel the feeling. And it's like easier to just sit around and be comfortable and not feel nervous and not feel fear and not feel dread or all those things that we have to feel. Yeah. 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 Um, Okay. So when you, have you ever been like, you know how sometimes you get into a slump and you just kind of like feel like nothing's working and you just feel terrible. Um, does that ever happen to you? <laughs> of course it does. I mean, we're, we were all there for 2020, right? Like last year was the worst year ever. It absolutely was. Um, is the question going to be like how I got around it? Yeah. Like what would you, what was your go-to, what's your go-to things to do when sometimes like how, when you wake up and you're just a human or you're a woman and you're like any of the things we have to deal with, with our hormones. And like, you just don't feel like it's working. You feel terrible. You don't feel like showing up. What do you do? That's a, yeah. So for me, I think what I'm going to say might be different from others. I don't push myself through those things anymore. Um, so I kind of listen, <laughs> I'm like, as soon as I'm like, I'm not feeling this today. I'm not going to do it. I'm not like, I'm probably not going to post, um, or I'm probably not going to whatever, unless of course, like if there are client calls on the schedule, I will of course, like do my best to center myself and be quiet or do all of those, um, coping techniques to like put on a good smile and give my client exactly what they paid for. But if I do not have to, I'm going to listen to my body and spend the day doing Netflix or hanging out with my partner or anything else in order to like help me feel the feels instead of like ignoring them. And then um, just hope that it can, it's temporary enough for me to get back to what I need to do the next day. Oh yeah. I think that that is definitely, <laughs> I think that that's definitely what you should do rather than pushing yourself, but, but yeah, in different things for different people. Yes. You have to be able to, which I also know is a privilege, right? Like right now I'm full-time um, and for the most part, I get to move my schedule as I wish. So if I'm not really feeling it, if I'm not feeling well, I'm, 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 I pr- it's probably not a good time for me to force myself to do all the things in my business that I should be doing. So I, I don't always push myself through it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. So 
two, I have two more things and they're like past and future. Like, I guess I, we talked a lot about the past and the things that you've overcome, but I just want to say like, if you were just talking to your baby photographer self or whenever you first started, like, do you have any advice that you would give yourself? Yeah. Oh, oh goodness. I would tell baby photographer Damali that it is okay to be imperfect. Like, I mean, it's cliche, but it's like, people really don't need your perfection. They need you to show up and to try. And so when we like take out the fact that, oh my God, my work sucks or it's not good enough and more focus on the fact that like, I'm going to do the best that I can for this person that's in front of me. Like that is completely life-changing. And, and sometimes it changes them too. Like we don't have to be perfect to help change, change our clients or um, be not change, but be impactful uh, to our clients. Um, so that's what I would tell her. I tell her, you know, you don't have to feel like you are ex photographer in order to really impact and help someone else. That is so good. And even, yeah, even when I noticed myself really mastering photography and being good at it, like, you know how at first you're kind of just like every other shoot is a complete fail. And then you start being like, okay, every shoot actually works now. Like I'm actually good at this, but it was still now that you're saying that, like, it was still that mindset of just like, I'm just going to do the best I can. Cause I think you start to learn, like, I'm just never going to be the absolute best, or I might not be like, yeah, like the best photographer in the world, but I'm just going to show up and do the best I can. And I love that. And, and like those clients, like even those beginner clients that I look back on their images and I shudder, like I still get messages like this is still my favorite photo that I've ever taken of myself. You know what I'm saying? Like that it's still impactful. That try that I did that now I'm like, you like is still the favorite way that this person has ever seen themselves. And that there is value in that. You know what I mean? So don't undervalue what you're able to give right now. So true. Yeah, that's so good. Okay. And then where are you going in like, let's say the next five to 10 years, where, where do you see yourself being? Who do you want to be in the world? Oh, that is a big question, Safina. <laughs> just casually uh, tell us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just let me plan out the next 10 years for you. Okay. <laughs> so I think I'm a true creative and I kind of need to keep moving in order for me to stay interested and, and stay lively and happy. Um, so I'm taking on the next challenge for me is to start doing a bit more beauty and fashion work, which is something that I've secretly always wanted to do, but have always been too afraid to say. Um, so I'm really excited that like now I'm ready to take a lot of the skill that I've learned and apply it in a bigger way. Um, that's one direction that I'll be taking in the next five to 10 years, well, less than that, but yes to five to 10 years. And then on the other side of that, I'm also a writer. Like I, I, I'm very multi-passionate. Um, so if you see me out here on somebody's uh, screenwriting credits, then just know that it's Damali being Damali and expressing herself as best as she can, because that really is who I am. I like to just do the things that make me feel really good. Mm, yeah, I totally relate to that. And what what's like, okay, this is just another casual question. That's like the meaning of your whole life, but like, what, what's the impact that you want to make on the world? Like with your life? Oh my goodness. I love that question. I really want to do, I'm going to say the thing that comes to me the most natural. If I can make people around me feel seen 
and heard and loved that I will be absolutely happy with the impact that I made on this world. And so for me, that um, art of making feel making people feel seen and heard could be anything, especially in photography. Like you literally are making people feel seen um, when it comes to my photography work. But yeah, that that's the impact I want to leave. Like I want to have been able to work with so many people who are like, wow, like when I look back at these photos, what I see is this piece of myself that is so special. Um, maybe I was afraid to do this, this thing that I'm now able to do because like that moment, that experience was so impactful that like I'm able to step up into bigger sides of myself than I ever saw. Like that is the impact that would really make me happy to have on this world while I'm here. Mm, yeah. And you're definitely doing that. And I can definitely see you being that person that's, that was put here for that. Thank yeah. you. Um, okay. So like, is there anything else? This is a money, money photography podcast. Like, is there anything else that you want my listeners to know that you want to share? Um, we'll def- and then after this, we'll definitely like share where they can find you. Absolutely. Stop being afraid of money. Like don't, like this work really doesn't happen without us getting real about our money stuff and being able to look at ourselves and seeing where we are with it. So it's like, if you want to sell packages and um, sell expensive packages and give people wonderful experiences, then you might also need to examine where do you do that in your life now? How do you allow luxury in your own life? How how okay are you with spending a certain amount of money with other people? Right? I feel like the principle is exactly the same. I try to, I try to like, I don't want to say, I guess I'll just say, I try to not be a hypocrite. So it's like, I feel like it'd be hypocritical. It would be hypocritical of me to have a five figure offer and then like turn my nose at other people's five figure offer. Like there should be other things out there that you're able to invest in the same way that you want people to invest in you. So look at your money stuff. It is not an easy journey, but once you do start it, like it just helps you attract more and more and more, the better and better that you get at it. So if there's anything I can leave folks with, I think that's probably going to be like the most important thing. Dealing with your money stuff will be really how you break through in your photography, which is such a weird sentence, but it's true. Like deal with your money stuff. Yeah. I I love that. And I think that like something that people might like I could see people saying is like, well, I don't like, I would never buy that. I wasn't ever raised like that. Like I can't afford, maybe just like you can't afford it right now. And it's like just being open to the fact that it is valuable, even though it's not something that you would necessarily buy or just being open to like maybe saving for things that you secretly want that are luxurious things that you've never like been able to afford or whatever is a completely different energy than being like, oh, well, that person is a ripoff, right? Which is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's literally, and and no, you don't have to go out and buy something that's five figures tomorrow. But my question is, is what, how do you feel about those, the people who offer higher price things now? Because that is really what determines it. Like no one has to go out and spend money on anything, but sometimes we turn our nose up and we're very critical of expensive things and like that's where we need to work on it where it's just like oh my god I would never spend on a Louis and like it becomes super critical and sometimes not really nice um so like examining why and where those feelings are coming from will really be helpful as you say your own pricing as you say oh yeah I cost this much and this is what you get in return right it all of that will be is connected to each other Yes. That's such a good question. Everyone get your journal out and ask yourself, like, what are my thoughts about other people's 
thousands of dollar offers, right? And what are my thoughts about those people? And what are my thoughts about if they should be able to charge that and if it's worth it? And those are all the thoughts that you have about your own business. <laughs> yeah, def- yeah, that's a really, I mean, I might need to go do this myself again, right? There's never enough learning. <laughs> oh yeah, there's this, you can always find more. So that's so good. I love that we're like leaving off on that note. Okay, Damali, tell us where to find you. We know Facebook. <laughs> right? Where else can we find you and find your work? Yeah. Come read my rants on Facebook. Also, I'm on Instagram uh, at by Damali or my website, which I'm sure we can link to. I won't spell out my very long name for everyone. Okay. We'll link all of those things. And yeah, I think, I mean, this was such a good conversation. Thank you so much for coming on here. Thank you for having me. It was really good reflecting. I feel like I've This has been really great all around. So thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, bye. Bye. If you're ready to do this work for yourself and your business, I invite you to coach with me one-on-one. We will spend six months turning you into the person who knows how to create whatever results you want in your life and business. You can sign up for your free consultation at the link in the show notes. And if you're enjoying the podcast, you will love our free Facebook community called Money Freedom for Photographers. You can find it by searching for the group on Facebook or also linked in the show notes. We'll see you in there.